Hi, my name is Aaron Lindstow. I'm a polar explorer and professional adventurer. Today I'm going to review the Karen 3 GT tent. I'm going to review this Karen 3 GT tent from Hilleberg. They make this tunnel design tent. It's super popular in uh, locations like Denali and Antarctica and the Arctic. It has an, some interesting design features. A few things that I would say I wish could be better, but just by the design of the tent, there's no way around it. So what I'm going to do is take you around and we're going to check this thing out. Alright, the first feature of this tent is the vestibule. I got the GT rather than the regular standard tent because this GT adds another couple of feet to the entranceway and it allows this door to open and you can either open it with the toggles here and let me take the toggles out just to show you. It'll zip around like this. And so you can use the door like that, or you can use the quad zipper setup and make it like a hatch. And so you could drop that down. I personally don't recommend the hatch style simply because you, you end up walking over the tent constantly with a potential trip hazard. You're stepping on the fabric. I, I don't know, that, that's just me. So the quad zipper is definitely a nice feature but I prefer just to use the door design. Now as you're zipping up, you can see sometimes you're gonna snag the fabric and that's pretty much pervasive through any tent. That is always a challenge. Now this tent, you need to stomp out in the snow at least about an 18 foot space by eight foot space. It takes a lot of space because as you can see here, let me stand in the middle, not poke my eye out. You can see there's a substantial amount of tent behind me and in front of me. Uh, definitely snowshoes or skis, and if you've got a partner to do this thing in, because that's usually why you would have this big tent, you got to work on trekking out a grid. And when you think you've stomped out enough space, stomp some more. <laughs> now, as you can see, these guy lines go all the way around the tent. It has four 
different pole sections in here. These are 10 millimeter aluminum poles. They're pretty tough, but they're not invincible. You can actually put a second set of poles through this uh, line or the sleeve, it's called sleeve, sorry. Put the poles through the sleeve and put double the poles in here. So if there is a super severe storm, you can do that as something to strengthen the tent remarkably. These guy lines are pretty interesting. Yeah, why don't you come over here? So when I go into the detail stuff, we just get real close. And the guy lines are pretty interesting because they have these little toggles that slide and they've got little teeth that simply bite on there. It's very, very easy to tension and to loosen. Just like that. It is incredibly easy. This is probably the best guy line uh, lock system I've ever used. And it's actually much easier to handle than say a taut line hitch or something else. It does come with snow, or it doesn't come with snow stakes, but you need to buy the snow stakes because the standard stakes that this comes with isn't very much and these are just little scoops they are expensive but i've tried the cheap ones and they bend i've even wrecked a few of these so when you push the stake in make sure you push it straight and don't add any bending force because you will bend them uh, they come with aluminum carabiner deals there and locks it down now as you can see i haven't perfectly tensioned out the tent just because I just wanted to get this set up and shown out. But when you put the tent up, the fabric should be not crazy taut, like you've gone nuts, but this is still too loose because when the wind's blowing, it can get loud in there. So much so that I've been in 60, 70 mile an hour winds and the tent is shaking so much and actually kept popping my ears. So I had to unzip the door because the air pressure was too intense. It was pretty wild. These hoops here are the main structure of the tent. And when you come around in front, you'll line this out at eh, roughly 45 degrees. You can tighten this up just a bit there and get that there. You always want to make sure to leave enough gap so when you're walking in you don't stumble over these lines at all the line that creates the rest of the vestibule is here it's got a tri-line system not unlike a climbing setup and just another guideline that you pull out this sets up the hoop which has some sort of metal in there. It's a real flexible, I don't know, aluminum something. I've used mine in my uh, damaged for four and a half months and it hasn't broken yet, so it does very well. There is the little vent in here. It does have a hatch. Spindrift snow can actually drive through there. It's uh, pretty surprising. And they give you little toggle bolts so you can hold this open and then the uh, zippers for both of them there. That's pretty nice. You see the fabric here. And to finish out the vestibule, you have stakes there and there. And you always put the carabiner loop in the metal ring, not even in the fabric. But use the metal ring because that spreads the load on this fabric a little bit more. And then you can tighten it up a bit. It does have these loops for toggles, I haven't totally figured out what they're there for, but maybe you can put another line. I, I haven't any clue, but I'm sure there's a purpose for that. Come around here and you can see 
This side of the tent is just a wall again, pretty substantial. The actual tent that you live in is inside these two hoops here, and then that's your vestibule right there. And then up here is the other end. So then the uh, the Karen design has double entrances, so you can use one. Your tent mates can use the other, whatever you want. And it's got a toggle here that holds the door open. And that's simply the door there. It's real nice that uh, Nick Killeberg has started to use these large loop zipper tags and zipper pulls. So with a glove, they're much easier to pull. You do not want to put a zipper strap or extra pull on here because it can put additional torque on that zipper and it can damage it. Right, let me see one thing on the audio. Uh, test. Oh, well, I guess that's the way it is. Okay, let me open this back up. Now, one of the things about the tunnel tent design I do not like are these straps because it's so easy to trip on them. I've tried to get out of my tent and taken a complete digger and, and it's not a knock on Hilleberg, it's just a structural design of a tunnel tent that just requires these straps. The front section of the tent is exactly the same as in the back. Now we'll, uh, we'll go around and we'll look at how the tent actually hovers in here. Alright, now we'll come around there. Okay, and before we go, let's see. Before we go in the tent, let me show you one uh, close-up feature of how this works. These poles pop into the pocket, and the poles go through the sleeves, and the poles end up stopping in a, in a sealed pocket, and then they just come into this cup, which can hold dual poles, and then you snug this up right against the tent to give it its best structure in storms or anything else. So it's a very easy to use design. Alright, and as we come in here, you can see how much space there is in this extended vestibule. So with multiple people, like when I use my damage, I, I didn't want the extra weight. But this is really nice because I can pull a sled in here, do repairs, I can put my <laughs> stove in here. Now you're not supposed to have a tent or a stove in the tent, but when it's 30 mile an hour to 50 mile an hour winds, you're not going to be wanting to be outside in a polar storm. The extra vestibule is really huge. You can see just how big it is here with my body taking up the space. I'm six feet tall, a little tall on the torso, on my knees, and I still have plenty of space above my head. Now inside, you'll see that the tent, the actual space that you sleep in, is free-floating. The actual shell is, I, I guess it would call a tent, and then these little toggles simply hold up the interior of the tent and the tent hovers inside of the shell. 
so the shell actually is the tent and then your living space hovers and free floats in here and as you get in kick your snow off as you can see let me get my gloves Let's get the snow off me here yes. Okay, now inside here, there's a drying line. You can put up your socks or whatever. Of course, putting stinky socks next to your face is always a joy. This door has toggles on it. And it has either the, no words, the noceum meshing. Now, this is an interesting design because the door shuts. And then this is just a hatch. It doesn't have a full peel away no seam meshing like the damaged, but because it's a, such a bigger, big tent, I don't think it's that big a deal. And this is something that even though you want it to be warm in the tent, I would leave this a little unzipped. That way the humidity and transpiration from your body can get out of the tent. Otherwise, when you close this up, it's sealed. You're not gonna asphyxiate, but you're gonna get wet, so you do want to try and leave a little bit open if you can handle it, and the storm isn't too bad. The tent features two pockets. Actually, no, it has four. <laughs> Even better, it has four pockets, one on each side. They're pretty nice there, and then down there, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay here and show you just how big the tent is. What I'll do is I'll put my head all the way at the top. And again, I'm six feet tall and I'm 165 pounds. So you can see how much space I would take up. The tent claims it's for three people. In winter, I would say it's two people plus gear. So you can see I have almost a good foot of extra space. The, the damage, I'm pretty close to the end. When I'm sitting in the tent, you can see I'm sitting straight up. And there's just maybe an inch of gap because I haven't tensioned the tent out completely. But because it's free floating, the fabric is always a little bit loose inside. That's just the design. So if I decide to completely go diagonal, you can see just how much space this tent has. So for two people, I would call it pretty palatial. Three, it's going to be cozy. So the standard winter rule is go plus one on the body count. And that way you've got enough room because you're gonna be all over each other and it's really frustrating. Uh, other than that, vestibule space there, standard door entrance, very easy to get in and out, in and out of. So uh, I can't complain. This feels very, comfortable and spacious to me. Alright, so we'll hop out. Cool, okay. Alright, yeah, in fact here, let me get down. Okay, so yeah, stand back just a bit so you can see from here up to my body and have the tent kind of take up most of the view. Okay, got it. Okay. I hope you found this video helpful to Review of the Hilleberg Karen 3 GT tent. Three people or two with snow gear. 
It's very spacious, it's pretty big. Remember, you've got to stomp out with your skis or snowshoes a good 18 feet long or more, and then about eight feet wide. It does take a bit of prep work. But with this extra vestibule, I could put my entire sled in here and work on it. Uh, it's, it's super nice. So if it's anything like the performance of my Namage, and it's the same 1800 fabric that's super tough, I can't complain and I'm excited to use it more. My name is Aaron Linsdow. I am a polar explorer and professional adventurer. Please like and comment on the video, and if you found this useful, subscribe to my channel. Thank you very much for watching, and get out there and adventure.